on a real note, I'm not a gangster, baby. I'm a lady. Yeah. I just got issues. Ready to fuck over any nigga let this kindness be misused. Uh. And you, you ain't tried to hit on your opponent. Time out. That's a pro foul. You look like good credit. I hit your pro foul. Okay. And I ain't gonna tell you what you ought to did. But your info ain't lining up, now you're getting audited. I can tell by your battles you're square. Look, I can tell by your battles you're square. A lame nigga, a sitting your mama house all day, video game nigga. <laughs> let me let me get this intro going, man. So here we are, right? Tuesday is late. Is I'm in New York's East Coast time. It's 11:39 p.m. September 25th on a Tuesday. And today on the phone, you know, we're gonna talk about this Queen of the Ring call. We're gonna talk about this woman's battle rap career because she does not. She doesn't just battle. She's the CEO of uh, West Coast Elites, female battle rapper out in California. That's all for Ness. Thank you for joining the show and thank you for your time as always. Hey, <laughs> thank you for having me. Well, first I got, I gotta say I've been I've been watching your battles for a while because I know you've been battling for a handful of years, but I finally got to meet you. See you perform live at Evolution Three, and um, it was a shame, honestly, you didn't get to battle Fendi. That was a good style matchup. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like yeah. you battling Mulatto Black. That's so who I was, yeah, last minute, and you know, it was a learning experience because um, I just wanted to battle still, you know, and you know, Mulatto was a name, so I'm like, let me see what I can do. And I battled in two days before doing a one rounder, so I figured I could do it, but. But the situation just wasn't what it needed to be when I um, when I touched down, and I didn't get the time that I thought I was going to have. So instead of having two days, I ended up having more like a few hours, and it showed, you know. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that it would have been me and Fendi because it would have been so fire. Because I, I was ready for Fendi, and I know that I know she would have some special stuff for me. I, I know that she was really, you know, um, out of commission, and um, yeah, that was. You know, that was pretty sad. Did she, did she, did <laughs> she, did she overbook herself? She was also booked the week before for a match. I remember. Um, no. Um, she had a a medical issue. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. that sucks. Yeah, she had a she had a situation. And and you you, and, take, um, you, you I like what I love about you guys, all the rappers from the West Coast. Y'all have this warrior mentality where it's like. Hey, your match got canceled. You don't have to battle. Well, you give me a week. I'll prep and I'll take whoever. <laughs> and I love the mentality. It wasn't even a week. I it was less than a week. I found out when I got to New York. I found out when I got to New York. Two days. Yeah. So that was Friday. That was Friday night. That was Friday night. So I figured I had Friday night when I got there. Um, all day Saturday and then Sunday morning, which was uh, the day of the event, to prepare. But it was a lot going on when I got out there, so I ended up really just having, like, a couple hours on um, Saturday and a couple hours the day of the event. But I committed to doing it, so I still did it. But, you know, it's a learning experience. I probably would say no next time. Yeah. Nah, I hear you, man. I just feel like always for an artist, you know your limits, right? You know your prep time because, like, battlers, some people will take months. Some people will take weeks. Are you a last-minute writer, or are you one of those, like... I like the pressure. I am. Even when I try to to to, to uh to prepare way in advance, all I get out is notes. It's something about it being close to crunch time, and like all my best stuff comes out. It's like 
it's like it's something about that energy that says if you don't write something fire right now, you're going to smoke. Mm. <laughs> so I, I, so it happens to me every time, like the week before. Like I just, I'm just finishing. Like I just finished, but I know my uh, my memorization time. It takes me a day uh, per round to memorize fully each round. Mm. Wow! And um, yeah. And then from there, I just have you know my performance that I work on or whatnot, depending on when I when I finish every time. But, um, yeah, so I like what I got for Taylor, and I look forward to this. This is going to be um, probably one of my uh, best opponents I've had so far. Because I, I uh Yeah, because she's, she's very intelligent, I can tell. And um, with her, you know, street kind of edge or whatever, and I feel like I, I move in that same essence. So I think that it was a good match. And I look forward to seeing what we do. And I look forward to hearing what she has to say. Like, this is one of my first times. Yeah, that's, like, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. What is she going to say to I you? I actually want to hear what they say to me. Like, you know? <laughs> so, it's, I think it's, it's going to be fun. I'm just coming to do my thing. Yeah, no, I agree. And one thing, though, about this match and the last match you had, it's almost like you – do you get motivated from taking somebody that, like – hasn't battled in a while i've noticed that taylor J. she you know she had a tune-up match uh, against gucci but before that she didn't battle in two years mulatto black had a one-rounder before you and then she didn't battle for two years before that as well <laughs> so you you're battling people sitting on bars it's ironic and it's just ending up like that oh <laughs> we gonna see we gonna see man i don't know is just trying to challenge me and see how i'm gonna do with this or what but we gonna see yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. She has a good resume. But it's Taylor because Jay. people, yeah. it's because people sitting out don't always mean they're sitting on a lot of bars, neither. Mm. Like she used a, she used a lot of what she sat on in her last battle, so I don't know what she's gonna do. You know what I mean? I trying to think about what my opponent gonna be gonna do because I don't know their life. Like she could be sitting on a whole lot of stuff, or she might have to write some trash just because it's me. So I don't know. You know. Nah, yeah, that's but a old cars ain't always far. Ain't always fired. Man, so, I, I want I want to get some insight on your whole battle history and like the beginning of it all. Like you as an artist, when you started rapping, when you decided to say, "Let me start battling," because I know you battled a while back, probably like 2014. The first battle I ever seen of you was you and Vicky Myers, and I remember like you mentioned that like she had. You guys were scheduled to battle. She ducked you. It didn't, it didn't go down. And you had that battle um, on Ahad against the Jones. I love the performance. Mm-hmm. That's when you called out Vicky. And then right afterwards. That was, one, you, of my that was yeah. one of my favorite battles. Yeah, that's like a breakout performance of yours. And right after that, you got Vicky. So it was just like, oh, shit. Like, Vicky was with the smoke right away. Like they, You know a lot of battle rappers, you call them out. They play mm-hmm. cat and mouse. They wait till somebody sets it up. The match, yeah. the match doesn't happen for like a year. Vicky said, nah, you call me out. We battle in the next six months. <laughs> yeah, that battle was already that battle was already set up. So I already so I just like uh you know, put some extra little fire up under it or whatnot. But um yeah, so I started off with LA Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. That's um that's where I started. I had my first um three battles there. One was just like, you know, like a trial battle at the park and then I had my first one on stage against um AR fourteen. 
um, the next one was against um, a girl named Miana from Long Beach. And then um, I really didn't feel how I was being treated there. So I um, got an a opportunity to go um, battle with Ahab. Mm. And um, and I loved it, you know. So I, even though I started at LA Battle Rounds outside the league that I started, I consider Ahab my whole week. Oh wow, that's dope. I had, I had uh, yeah, I had the majority of my battles with them, and um, they they you know they embraced me with open arms and they showed me a lot of love. I always so, love that about the culture there. Like them. the culture over there, it always looked like a great environment. It looked competitive, but it looked like everybody like had this mutual respect for everybody, and all the MCs would just like come there, get their bars out. Everybody have a good time, but also everybody leaves like sharpening their swords. And, and right. And then like the battle with you and the Jones, um, like you went first. The environment looked tense. What was that like for you at the time? Like you're just like, whoa! Like I'm really doing this. And so let me um. Let me back you up just a little bit so I can get into I can get more into that. Mm. Well, um, when I first when I first came to AHAT, um, first they gave me a guy named King Hush Hush just to kind of see what I did with him, and they didn't for some reason they didn't think I was going to beat beat him or whatever. I smoked him, mm-hmm. and then they gave me Jones. But it was a really hard time at that time because um, men on the on the West Coast weren't battling females. And, like, the tightest people, like, at the time that maybe would have or, or maybe not, they were from my own squad. So, like, a lot of the dope guys were not battling females. So mm. it was it was really hard for me to get really good battles when I was um, most hungry, you know, at that, at my, that beginning stage. And it wasn't, it really wasn't any females out here. It wasn't any females out here. So when I battled the Jones, that was a, it was a lot of pressure on me for that battle because I'm in fifth um, Me and Young Be the Future, rest in peace, had just went public with our relationship, and that was right after he had um, BB Magic, mm-hmm. and I was um, you know just getting you know my little buzz and everything. And I'm not the kind of person to be the weak link of anything, you know? So I was just in, in my squad. They was cracking. You know, I'm from uh, Crack City, Death Fiscuit, um, First Lady. And um, it was a lot going into that. And I remember he gave me a pep talk, and he was like, he, it was this feeling. Like, you know, a lot of battlers get this feeling, whether if they deny it or not. It's this, like, anxiousness. It's like, um, this, it's not necessarily, doesn't have to be like a nervousness. But it's like a, like that feeling like when you're about to fight after school. Mm. And he was like, he was like, you got that feeling. I was like, what feeling? Like, I ain't got no feeling. And he was like, no, it's okay. He said, all it is is energy. And it's up to you how you utilize that energy. Wow. You can let it, you can let it overwhelm you and you choke, or you can use it to bring a beast out of you. And I love that battle so much because I took what he said and I literally allowed that energy to bring the beast out in me. And uh, I saw another aspect of myself in battle rap that day. Yeah, I, I, you can see it from like, you know, like when you're watching these battles on the video, you can't always feel the energy unless like you've been in certain environments or you're just a battle rap degenerate. You can look at the crowd and, and tell what kind of 
atmosphere is like, and I can see it in your face and that, that performance. Like, there was something weighing on her shoulders that was bigger than this match. Like, this was just a, he was just a stepping stone for you. He's like, yo, I need to like knock down bigger doors. And you can hear like in the passion and, and in the frustration and the aggression in your voice. It's like, okay, this, right. this is and, just, this is just the beginning. Right, and like what makes me go really hard sometimes too is the fact is when my opponent downplay me mm. like he was actually um being cool with me before the battle um uh, in the preparation time but he was getting at me like like he was gonna take it easy on me or something like i just wasn't it was i wasn't gonna be him but he was being real nonchalant about it like oh i'm sorry i just got in the car but he was being real nonchalant about it like it was like a known fact or something like oh it's okay i'm not gonna just kill you and bloody blah, blah. Like, he was talking to me like, I'm just going to get, like, flashed unless he don't do the most. And I said, just do you. I said, okay, like, I'll just do you. Like, you don't want to hold back and this and that. And I came for his neck. Because how dare he? <laughs> <laughs> I came for him. How dare he? Like, he no. I tried it, and then that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. Bruh, you don't even know me like that. Like, <laughs> hold up. So that that definitely was a um a turning point in my career, especially in my respect level on the West Coast when I did that battle. Oh, absolutely. I can I could definitely tell. And is, is that always been like one of the like I guess your motivating factors of like, okay, you're counting me out, you're sleeping on me, you're doubting on me, you have me on cruise control. I'm gonna turn up now. I'm gonna show you why I'm not somebody yeah, I who love just. That. I definitely um, prefer to be the underdog. Mm. Definitely. I think everybody would. I think everybody loves to be the underdog. They don't like that pressure of like, you're going to win, you're going to kill them, you're going to this, because battle rap is just so fickle and difficult. Yeah. People are different. Some people hate, some people like don't realize that that's better for them. Nah, I agree. Like some people, some people, they want the, um, the um the love so much that it crumbles them in their spirit when people are going against them. Mm. But for me, it really motivates me. Like, I, it would have been really hard to write for this battle if everybody wasn't saying I was gonna lose. Wow. So. Yeah, that chip on everybody's shoulder—it goes a long way. And you, you know what's the best part about, like, having the chip on your shoulders? Like, once you overcome the obstacle, you look back at it, right? You look at your resume and you say, okay, this part of my career, I was doubted. This part of my career, nobody nobody believed in me. And I turned everybody's opinion around. I swayed everybody's point of view. Like, they become milestones. Mm-hmm. And with me, it's not even, like, I really, I really care more about proving people right that believe in me more than I do people wrong that don't. Mm. Because fans switch, fans go up and down anyway. One battle can change your entire career. All you, all you gotta do is have bars performance and look good and it'll and make it impactful and you know now everybody's on your team. So it's like oh so I I really just look forward to what I do. You know, because you never really know how everything is going to come out and how everything is going to end until it's over. My favorite part of a battle was right after. 
It's when it's over. Because at the end, mm-hmm. it's when it's over. It's right after it's over. Because all the preparation is done. I did everything I was I was supposed to do, or didn't, or I didn't do everything I was supposed to do. But I know I know what the battle was now. You know, I know what the outcome is now. You know, like Thanks. is it at first it's just a lead up. It's all a big lead up, and then you the, the battle don't even last that long. The battle was fast. The whole process really is the the lead up. Any moment in a so, battle, any moment in a battle, are you guys like as battlers? Are you guys like in a blur? Like you just l- completely lose sight of everything that's going on, and you're just going through your like your round. And when you're when you're done with your round, you're like, "Whoa, I can't remember. I just can't remember what just happened the last five minutes of my life." Um, sometimes it has, <laughs> that has happened. I'm not even gonna lie; like that has happened. It is kind of like a blur. It is kind of like a blur, but I wouldn't say like you know you don't remember what's what's happening or you're not there. But it's like I don't know how to ex- I can't even explain it. It's, it must be crazy. <laughs> it is because it's like you get this feeling right, and it's just like when you about to fight, and then but once you in there, the feeling is gone. But once you start, it's like we here now, like and you just go into this zone. If, as long as you can get into that zone, you're good. You're good because the stuff just flows out. Everything that you practice, everything that you embody in your spirit, it flows out. And then before you know it, and once you get your first reaction, you're good. Like your your, your energy. <laughs> that, that hit a dopamine in. right there when the whole crowd reacts. I'm yeah, like, okay, I'm in control yeah. now. This is how I envisioned yeah. it. Yep, yep. And it's like, I do this. Like I do this. <laughs> like once you get that first reaction, it's like, yeah, we in here, we in here, and then before you know it, it's over. Nah, yeah, I, so, I yeah. believe it. Is it must be a crazy experience. Like we as commentators in this media, right? We we're, we're we're the sickos that watch this shit over and over again, but we never know what it's like to stand in those in that position when all those eyeballs are on you, when all these cameras are on you, with that person in your face. And it's just a lot of elements beyond what you wrote and prepared for that you have to also kind of like combat and deal with, and kind of learn how it to takes like. A lot of strength. Yes. It takes a lot of uh, emotional strength, a lot of uh, just, just like heart and bravery. You know, like I'm not even going to say like fearlessness because you can be scared to death, but it's 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 it, it's courage and bravery through any fear that you may have. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's very, um, it's, it's, it's very character building. Battle rap is very character building because nice. you have to go in there and not just be a great uh, lyricist or performer or be able to um, attack with your words, but you got to be able to take it. You got to be, you got to be, you got to be out there and be making. You got to be Will to take on anything that anybody can ever dig up or ever say about you and take it and just put it on a, a platter sit there forever. That's going to live online forever. That's a and fact. that takes a lot to put yourself in that kind of situation. But that'll feel the exact time. And it feels the exact same way. The whole experience. The way up there, mm-hmm. for you first, the first thing, like, first and first, is you have to invest in yourself. And one way or another, you're going to end up having to invest in yourself. Whether it's just you buying an outfit or whatever the case might be. 
like some people pay their opponents or whatever. Like you're gonna invest in the beginning, you're gonna invest in yourself. And once you invest in yourself, just like when I invest in the skydivers, they make you put down, they make you put a deposit to show up. Mm. So once you do that, once you have paid some money or you invested in yourself, right, to travel somewhere or whatever, you're gonna show up. You're gonna show up because you invested. You're invested into this. And then well so once you're on your way there, the whole ride there is your time to talk yourself out of like, dang, am I ready to do this? Dang, like this, this, that, the other. And and while you're doing this and taking this ride and and questioning or or building yourself up to continue this ride, you also see who's willing to ride with you and who's not. Mm. Who was on top, who really supports you. Right. Who's there to who would jump out of plane with you? Who about to be there really in your corner to, to support you in doing this versus people who just come in to see if you're going to do it or not? Or to think that you're going to chicken out or not really do it. And you can feel that energy. That's the, I want to highlight that, that and you then, said that, support. Like, I think people undermine it, right? Like, when you're an up-and-coming artist, especially an up-and-coming battler, People don't realize how much it matters to have that core support come to their battles. Like, hey, come to my battle against yeah. uh, uh, Miona. Come to my battle against uh, King Hush Hush. Come yeah. to my battle against, you know, uh, Vicky Myers. When you have those crowd of people come support you and start seeing you, like, increase your skill set, your your ability, your character, battle by battle, it, people start to catch on and, and, and it spreads that way. So, like, you're right. I, I, don't, I think that gets underrated sometimes. Like, the core support an artist needs to get, especially in battling. Very, that is very important. That is very important. And like some people, you might have friends that just not into battle rap or whatever, and they just feel like watching it and, and spreading it through the neighborhood is support, you know. And in some way, they really is. It is. But or they might be from certain gangs or whatever, so it ain't beefing with other gangs that's up there. They don't want to mess up your opportunity. You know, it's a lot that comes with it, but at the end of the day, it's like all of that is very important. It's very important. Like the artist needs it. You know, it's a, it's a certain look that it gives when you have people, and then it's like you you get the opportunity of just knowing who down, just knowing who who has you and who who's with you from beginning to end. But it also gives room for you to have supporters from day one. Facts. Even if they weren't people that you already knew. Facts. Because every artist goes through that. You know, we have people that we expect to be there, that we expect to be in our corners, and then we meet the people who are. And they are from day one to, you know what I mean, thick and thin. That's a fact. Like, I have I have some real-life friends that I've um, gotten from Battle Rap. Like, and I've gotten closer to people that I grew up in the same neighborhood with that we wasn't that cool, you know, like maybe age difference or just, you know, different crowds or whatever. And it brought us closer, you know, in support of each other because it's something that we do. And we ended up really being like family. So Battle Rap definitely, um, the moral support and the relationships are very important. When, when did it click for you? Like at what point of your career as, as an artist, it clicked to say, okay, I found my voice. 
I know what I want to do. I'm passionate about it. And, you know, now I, I can figure out how to hone my abilities and be the best me. Um, when I battled Trav on Cut, it was a, um, a battle that, um, happened during an A-Hat, an A-Hat tournament. And I, um, I honestly really didn't even want to do the whole tournament because I was going through a lot of my personal life. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't, I didn't make that decision yet going in. So anyway, I, I don't know if it's a point of that, but anyway. So the first battle that I had was with Trap. And I just wanted to give a lot of me. I just wanted them to feel a lot of me and I wanted to do something different. And I felt like the tournament was a place to do that. And I had no idea how impactful it would be. It um Somebody took a clip from that battle because that battle I went into like two different like characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I I let people understand what the Esso finesse is, you know. So I went into my uh, my poetic bag, my poetic like nurturing like uh you know leader teacher bag, mm-hmm. and I and I did my street shit. You right. feel me? So that clip that they took from that battle made it to over a million views on Facebook. Wow! I had people stopping me from all over the world like when I would be at random places like I saw your battle like you battle rap don't you like and what you were saying like I I understood that I have to say something in every battle rather if I make the whole battle about it or not I have to say something because my fan base and the people that I touch they want that from me they want that for me. Like a lot of people hit me up and said I didn't like battle rap until I heard you. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I I I, had, I talked to Beat Out just last week and he he told me that a uh, a high percentage of his fans and on social media they aren't battle rap fans. They're just a fan of what he provides in the battle. And it's kind of like you just said, like you want to give a lesson in every battle because you realize like what you're saying is going to be on camera for the rest of your life. So you're like, why not make every one of my battles a different seed, a different lesson, a different piece of value that I can pass on? And it sounds like you also have fans that just appreciate the morals and, and the values that you give instead of just the actual art of battle rap. That's pretty right. That's pretty impressive. And it, it must trip you out sometimes. It's like, wow, you, you really value what I have to say instead of like the, the art form that I'm it, in. It trips me out and it makes it kind of hard for me at the same time. You don't know who to cater because- to. Because... Because huh? then you get you get confused you get you get confused as to who to cater to sometimes, right? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. It's not just all it's about who to cater to. Yeah, I guess I guess yes, but it, it it gets hard because I'm not always in that feeling. You know, I'm not mm. always in that aspect of myself. And once you once you go con once you start to talk on a conscious level and people put you in a box as a conscious rapper. They expect only that from you, and if they have this thing in their mind of what a conscious person is supposed to be like, so anything else that you do, they feel like that's not in your character. Like, nigga, you don't know me at all. (laughs) You don't know me at all. How about I only been conscious for a couple years? What was I for the other 20-some years? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
So it's like, allow me to grow and to teach you and with what I learned, but at the same time, don't get it twisted. You can get fucked up real quick. You know, so it's like, it's like, it's hard. And I I talk to B-Dot about this all the time. Like, we we give each other more support in that way because we're growing as individuals and we know what our duty is, you know, and what our fan base needs from us. But at the same time, it's like you can't let a part of you die in the process. It's so hard. It's it's so hard to, to... not be all of you and to be all of you and it be like stomach the right way without any aspect of yourself seeming hypocritical. Mm. So it's actually, so it's very, it's very hard. It's very hard, but it's worth it. One thing he taught me too, and I'm well aware of this, like, you know, we don't just, we don't, we're not born conscious, we become conscious. So, like, things in our life have to happen, and we have to be in a certain place. We hit a certain rock bottom point where we finally kind of realize that we need to, you know, sh- uh, free our mind of the shackles that we're in, get better, and learn how to elevate ourselves, our family, our community, and people around us. And if you, right. if you, I would love to hear a piece of your story as to like where, you know, your background came from. And then when you started becoming the, the transition of like, you know what, I need to elevate others around me. Like, you know, when so with me, right. I've always been a person that well, first and foremost, like always, always growing up, like I was raised and I grew up with all the hustlers and the gangsters like, in my city. You know what I mean? And like, even though I did a lot of stuff that they did, I read a lot of books. So I was always, even even in the midst of, like, the worst shit, I was always a person that could have those deep conversations and people could, like, open up to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was always kind of, like, one of those people. But it, it, it went to another level when um, I started doing poetry. Nice. I started doing poetry when I was, like... Um, when I was in like the four, the, when I was like fourteen or something like that, and um, I saw somebody get killed, and I um, for the first time, and I wrote a poem about it, and I was in this um, competition, and when I did my poem, and I talked about that, and then I related it to like, the government and, like, a lot of the political um, war and, like, a lot of bio- biological warfare and all of these things that I was, like, so young, it, it, it really messed people up. Like, it really was very impactful that this young girl was thinking like this. Right. So they ended up bringing me in to, um, I was a part of the Black Chamber of Commerce, and oh, nice. um, they made me, they made me a um, ambassador of the, um, for the, like, the teams or whatever. So I would go, they would send me out, I would go from, like, city to city, like, state to state, and sit. And just sit or whatever. And, let, like, you know, and have some, something to go with what I, what I had going on. But I was still living another life. So my personal life affected the positive that I was doing or, you know, starting to do in my art. And they ended up, you know, kicking me out. Oh, wow. So, 
Yeah, so I didn't sit for years until I found Battle Rap. And I was so angry. I was so angry during that time. I had been going through so much stuff and I had so much conflict and controversy in my life. Like, Battle Rap kind of saved me because it gave me an outlook. It gave me a, a, a voice again. And it let me get out all of that energy without being hostile in real life. Because I was I was going down a really bad a really bad, you know, uh, path. But anyway, what got me back on point was when Young B passed away. When Young B passed away, um, my like my inspiration for uh, gaining consciousness is different than a lot of other people. Like a lot of people just be on some like, oh, I'm black, and I want black people to have this and that. Mine was completely spiritual. Mm. Mine was completely spiritual. He, I started to experience things that I could not, that could not be explained, like some paranormal activity type shit. And nobody in a church could tell me what I was experiencing. So I had to dig deep into my roots in order to find other spiritual understandings across the world that could relate to what I was experiencing to find out that it was normal. And I under that's how I got into my roots. That's how I got into our power and our magic and our our universal, our multidimensional existence and what we are as being. And that is how I understood my power and in my 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 I got my sense and urge to heal. And I wanted to be a part of healing others. And I wanted other people to understand these things. And they naturally do just by knowing me. So that's how that happened. Wow, that that was an amazing story, I gotta say. And it's just like before we started the show, I, I remember I heard you mentioning like a bit like oh, before my battle, I had to meditate, and a lot you just mentioned a lot of the spiritual side of things, and we don't get to hear that a lot of times where people like get in tuned with like certain realms and certain aspects of themselves to say, okay, this is how I channel my energy, this is how I channel my zone, because in battle rap or just performing, period, as an artist, you can go there to be ready and, and, you know, spit whatever you have to spit, prepare your piece, prepare your poem, prepare your raps. But there's a whole side of the art of performing that you can't control. And that must make a lot of people anxious all the time. And you found a way to say, okay, not just performing, but everything in life that I can't control I'm going to find a way to be okay with it and move with the wind and, and whatever blows in my direction, I'm going to blow with it. And that's pretty powerful because it's resilient and it's a, and it's a good way of like being self-aware and self-actualizing yourself say, okay, this is what, this is what happened. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a victim of my experiences. I'm going to let it mold my character because people can easily fall into any of these situations, you know, let their mental health be disturbed and just say, okay, well, I've been traumatized because of X, Y, Z. I've experienced X, Y, Z. I'm like this because of X, Y, Z. Some people are made from the, some people are made from the pressure. Others crumble in it. You know. What was the last thing you just said? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I some people are made from the pressure that they grow up in. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. others, others crumble in it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Man, that's such a crazy story, man. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about, like, well, without giving the game tapes, right? Because, like, you know, you're still battling. But the me- the meditation process before a battle to kind of calm yourself down, what's that like? See, that's 
see, that's the, the hard part that I'm still mastering because I'm so, I'm still at a point, I'm not a guru, you know what I mean? Like, I've even though I've, I've experienced a lot of things that the average person has not experienced spiritually, when it comes to um, preparing for war, it's so hard for me to be calm. Like, I go straight into a street mentality. Mm. And I'm trying to heal that. I'm trying to heal that. I'm trying to change that because I was talking with, like, like one of my mentors that was telling me, like, you being a healer is what makes you the best warrior. Because the best warriors are not killers. They kill in order for purpose. And not just not just to kill. So because you have that heart, because you have that heart, you have to learn how to how to like contain that, how to control that, mm-hmm. like a like a martial artist, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I'm I'm trying to understand that. Like I do most of my meditating and like before I even get into the writing process, I just do my notes and when I'm done writing, just going into about to perform, like I do most of my meditations, just it was in the couple of days about, uh, when I'm about to get on stage, especially like the day before the day of, like I do most of my meditations in because in the process of like writing, I'm like a crazy person. <laughs> like I really am. Like I'm like not even here. Like I'm just like walking around in a day, like. Pacing pacing the house back and forth and just going crazy. Yeah, just pacing. Yeah, exactly. I'm pacing, like, my eyes wide. I'm like... Everybody's like, you all right? Nah, man, I got a battle on Saturday. (laughs) Right. Like, people just stay away from me when I'm getting ready for a battle. Well, I've learned. Like, I've learned already. My- you're resilient. That that much I've learned. But now I'm starting to. I'm starting to learn that. Is it safe to say that you're patient? Because beyond all this, you also deal with the managerial side of battle rap too. You're also a league owner. <laughs> yes. That must take more yes. patience than the artistry side. Definitely. If I would have known, like being a being a league owner, it almost. I'm not even I, to be complete. If I was to be completely honest, being a league owner kind of took away my love for battle rap just a little bit. Welp. Because yep. as an artist, because I I I, was, I came into a whole different world of battle rap, and I found out how much politics it is to it, how much of a power game it is to it, how much of the 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 love of the actual artist and the growth of of certain things that you would think matter don't even like matter as much. It's really like a lot of league owners, a lot of platforms, they, they really caring about themselves and they platform just like growing and them getting money. Like and them just getting recognition. And it's like, dang, like that's what this is about. Like it's like Game of Thrones. Like it really like it makes me sick to my stomach and it, it stresses me out. It really does. And a lot of artists are doing it for the wrong reason. A lot of divas that's not even a place to be divas. So it really, it really teaches me a lot, a lot. I'm, I'm a little more patient at the same time. I can tell what league owners are very genuine, mm-hmm. and it makes me more patient with them because I know what it's like. I know how hard it is. I know how much comes like 
it's on your shoulders, especially um, some of the smaller leagues, because they don't have the sponsors. They don't have as many of the subscribers. So they come out of their pockets a lot. Right. And they're really doing it to build and to push and just to create the best matches and to do it for the fans and supporters in the culture. And so I, 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 I'm way more, like, understanding of that. And as an artist, it's like I can almost get resentful at times because it's like, dang, like, I wish I, at certain times in my career I had a league owner with a heart like mine. Mm. That 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 will put behind that would have put behind me what I'm willing to put behind a lot of the artists. Like what I'm willing to do, I wish somebody had put behind me, and I would have. Who knows where I would be right now? No, but right. at the same time, everybody has their own story and everybody has their own journey. And if I would have had that, I wouldn't have probably started the league. So you know. It's a catch twenty two, right? It's a gift and a curse. It comes with it. But uh, talk to me a little bit about West Coast Elites and 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 like you starting up the league and and uh, I I love the the whole uh, the lights out event you guys did the whole pajama party pajama jam battles that must have been yeah, that must have been that must have been yeah. turned up in there, right? <laughs> what you say? Yeah, it was turned. We got fun, man. Like, and that's just what it's about. Like, well, West Coast Elite, first and foremost, like, I just try to put together battles that people don't always think of out here on the West. And I like to pull from not just my roster, but different rosters of the best, you know, the best in the West, and create that atmosphere and those kind of cards. But I also like to do themes because I like to bring out different people. I want to create a larger fan base out here. Absolutely. So I do parties. I do, like, you know, I do different things to bring them out. It's a, like, I want it to be fun. I want people to feel like they're at home. I want it to be a home type of feel. And, like, you know, family-oriented type of feel when they come out and they come to win our event. So, but at the same time, I, I like it to feel a little luxurious at the same time. Right. Uh, that's the That's the, the you know little oomph I'll put on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's funny you said that. Like, you want to bring other demographics. You want to bring other, like, expand the horizon of the fan base because it's, like, it's so niche battle rap. And it's, like, I, 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 I feel for the casual fans or the brand-new fans that have to come in and say, oh, where do I get started? <laughs> where do you get started? Here's an entire dictionary of of battles and artists and leagues and, and videos you have to watch. Exactly. <laughs> give me give me, give me three thousand hours of your life and you're you're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like when I meet people, they're like, where is this stuff happening at? Like where what? Like is battle rap going on? Like it's its own world. And like to us it's like so popular. And it's like so much going on all the time. It's an event every week. But to people who just not in the world, they don't even know. Like the West Coast is still as 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 even though it has a huge eyes on us right now and we got that we got the juice a little bit, it's still an untapped market. It's oh, still wow. an untapped market. Mm-hmm. Like 
a lot of people in a lot of regions, the whole most of LA County do not know that battle rap is happening. Like we're still trying to get everybody. We're trying to they need to know. So like we're we're really that that's why we just had an event like Magnitude. We had Magnitude the Western Summit a week ago mm-hmm. where um nine leagues out here came together to throw one big event. It was like, one, it was like, one, big, it was like one big tournament. Yeah, I heard about I heard about yeah. one or two. Yep, yep. Yeah, so we all put up our top five and, um, you know, let them rock. So, and that's it's our second year doing it. It was a success, and we're going to do it every year. And that's our way of bringing our fans together, giving them more opportunity for the, um, the culture to expand, and for different artists to find out about each other that they wouldn't have because they don't go to those events in that area. You know, or, or even that state, because we, we, we didn't just include California with Nevada, you know, Las Vegas. We all went all the way up to uh, the Northwest. So, oh, wow. you know, but do you, we do just you, trying to grow in I think when I seen the Magnitude Battles, it was probably like maybe 10 to like 12 battles. Do you feel like ever, there's ever too much battles? Like, that's a, that's always been my thing with, with events. Right or even it just was a battle way itself. Way more battles than that. Oh, it was. There was like what, like sixteen, twenty. But um, <laughs> it was a lot of battles. But um, it's too much for one day. Yes, you know. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's a catch twenty two. You know, mm. like um, in one aspect, people are like, no, oh, no, it's gonna be too many battles. But as a day continues it don't it didn't feel it don't feel like it lasts longer in no other event if mm. we still was there for the same amount of time okay see when y'all make so, it, when it when it flies like that then you know it, it happens but like on paper somebody's like oh it, it look crazy <laughs> it looks crazy but it was a lot of one round battles mm, okay that's good yeah so it wasn't it wasn't as crazy as it could have been but the battles were so good, and we didn't think we like some of them. We didn't think were going to be as good because some of the leagues didn't put up people that we thought they were going to put in. But that a lot of people surprised us. A lot of people surprised us, and we had some good battles. It was good energy, you know, and it was good. It was good. I mean, we could make it a two day event, but the the only thing about doing a two day event. You don't get the same turnout always. It never works out. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, it's a lot of people not going to get that same exposure. Right. So, you know, it worked out. I don't know, man. I'm always for cutting the length of a card, cutting the length of a battle. It's getting to the point where I think the content will be digestible for somebody that's brand new. If it's just if it's marginalized, where it's like instead of a forty-five minute battle, we have a twenty-minute battle, and people was like, "Oh, well, uh, the rounds are too short." Well, nobody wants to stick to time limits. <laughs> we we used to have a hard clock. Battle rap was at its best when there was a hard clock, and I, I like my events six battles at, at max a day. I've gone to a lot of events. I've been outside for twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours. It's, it's 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 madness, you know. I don't expect the. Yeah, the... <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> like, as a fan, but I'm a fan. I don't. I don't. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of the people that come late. <laughs> I have to come see yeah, certain like... battles. You know, like 
You're like, I'll catch I the undercard. You're like, I'll catch the undercard on YouTube. Let me uh, let me pull up. <laughs> I'd be tired, you know, but I'd be wanting to come out and support the legal interviews these days, like, you know, and the artists and stuff. Like, I'd be wanting to support, like, even, like, the new people and everything. I catch them sometimes, and they, you know, they're you know, those things, but, you know, sometimes I just can't do it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna have to one day. I don't know if you if you ever seen the Gates of the Garden flyer. I'm gonna have to take myself and, and save my energy, rest on the entire day, and go to a Gates of the Garden event where they have a minimum of sixteen battles per flyer. <laughs> you said who? Gates of the Garden. They out in New Jersey. Oh man, they, they every flyer I've seen like minimum sixteen battles. I'm like, that's thirty two MCs. Like, just the MCs alone will will pack the small room. <laughs> Let alone if any of the fans or a bunch of people come through. I'm like, you know what? One day I'm gonna just tough it out. I'm gonna see what's up. Maybe it won't be so bad. Yeah, I mean, if you go to like festivals and like stuff like that, like you know, you like that kind of person and you're there all day, then oh yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's why I want to expand the fan base. Like, I want all the people who go to them hip hop festivals. They <laughs> should be there all day long. Right. Like, those people, those are the fans we need. <laughs> And that's where it, that's where it gets difficult too, because like those festivals, those music festivals, I got in a bunch, right? They're, those they're for a whole weekend. They're scattered around. You can go here, you can go there, you can stand all day. It's fine, right? Because you're just like listening and you're just enjoying the atmosphere. But with a battle rap, you have to like literally shut down everything and, and give your give th- these two opponent these two MCs your eyes and your ears and your undivided attention. It don't work. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work anywhere else this way. It's crazy. In that aspect, it is. <laughs> once, the, once the battle starts, like it's just battle rap, you got you gotta you know, be you gotta be a little crazy. You have to be a little crazy, right? To like just be fully into this. Like, that's what I, that's what I've come to the conclusion. I'm a little crazy, and my my whole team <laughs> my whole team's a little crazy. Like we all we already admitted to ourselves. So like all right, something's wrong with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Damn man! I, I really wish your event this Sunday was uh, VOD or pay-per-view available because uh, I definitely want to continue to support. I do, too. Uh, I think I, a lot of people would um, support it. Yo, a lot of people have been asking and asking and asking. I'm like, yo, man, just make it happen, man. Like, Because we want to see some of these battles. There's a lot of girls on this. There's a lot of talent on this card. And and I got to ask, you as, as like, you know, you battle on the Evolution 3 card, Evolution 2 card. What's the what's the environment like for like all the girls on the card? Is everybody motivated? Is everybody say, okay, well, let's take this battle serious. We're we're the new class. We can elevate things. We could create a whole new lane for everything because of just. Well, like, I know our um our energy going into this one was pretty much like everybody is you know doubting this card. Like they still like we we the under like you know like we not the we not the top queen of the ring girl. So they really slept on the car and mm-hmm. they were talking bad about the car because we're not the ones that they would have liked to see with Queen Doreen coming back. But hey, like the main girl that, that got it started, they not, they not battling over here like that no more. So here we are, we're going to do our motherfucking thing. So our energy is more on just reminding them that it's still going and that the female battle rap has not died. Facts. Like we out here, you know, like, 
and y'all gonna support it or are we gonna get some new supporters nah hell yeah i i agree man i agree and it's just like all i want from this event and like Evolution 3 when I went to it It was just to see everybody have good performances And good battles And when I went to Evolution 3 I saw a lot of potential I saw a lot of people put their energy out there I saw a lot of people that like Wanted to continue to elevate things But just I guess the elements And a lot of things Contribute to it as well beyond the artists Cause like <laughs> the, the Evolution 3 the event flyer Said uh, 2pm to 9pm I'm like okay well, We got a 7 hour event It shit didn't start till like 6.37 And it ended at 9 I'm just like Oh that's how they get you <laughs> But <laughs> and and this card, everybody on this card is talented. Miss Miami's, she's good. RX is good. Patchport is good. Your opponent, she's no slouch. Joey Lennox is nice. So there's talent here, and you're in a new market. So I would just, I would just love for these battles to drop ASAP as soon as possible because we need them. Um, and you know what? As far as also female battle rap, I, it, it must also kind of blow your mind a little bit that like you know you was battling 2014 and over the last two years like end of 2016 2017 and now there's so much more activity with female battle rap in your city in your in your state it's like whoa mm-hmm. where did you come from where did you come from oh my god everybody's here this is great mm-hmm. it's definitely a beautiful time in battle rap facts and a beautiful time for growth and it's like it's also like creating a lot of spoiled brats too, because <laughs> it, it happens. A, a lot of people who are coming in right now they're right. so spoiled because they don't understand the work that other people had to do to get even these doors open to get these eyes to where it's so easy for them. Like it wasn't the opportunities that we have now or that are existing now they didn't exist. Facts. They didn't exist. Like, it was nobody from other regions, like, really coming out here and looking, especially at the girls. Like, it was not, it was not the way it is now. No, and, I agree. And, yeah, and, like, it, even when, like, URL coming over and, you know, he had adopted more with L.A. at one point, like, in a recent time, it was just, like, now people feel way more entitled and that's okay to an extent, but at the same time, it's like, bro, you got to work. You can't just expect something to get handed to you, right? Mm-hmm. Just, as, just as certain opportunities, like, plucked in our lap, they can be taken away. You got to still be out here grinding. That's a fact. You got to always keep good with your home, with your home leave, your grassroots leave, and your region, and all that. Okay. So, as much as I love this conversation and this interview, um, I have a client, and I'm lost, and oh, I you, have to call them. You working right now. <laughs> you working right now. This is great. Yes. I definitely got to say thank you for your time once again, then, if that's the case. Wow, you've been on the clock with me. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Listen, uh, this was a fantastic conversation. I'm, I'm glad to hear your story. I'm glad you gave the people an opportunity to hear a bit of your window. Uh, in battle rap as a whole, Like we don't get to ever see a lot of the personalities of people. And everybody has beautiful backstories and, and interesting growth as an artist. So like, uh, I definitely want to say thank you for all that because I think people will listen to it and really appreciate the window that you open up to them to hear. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And I, I really appreciate you reaching out to me and giving me this opportunity to speak. 
So um, I, I look forward to hearing it and hearing other things that you do oh, and absolutely. seeing you at Superior. Have fun at South Beach, man. I know you won't go out Saturday yeah, night, you. but you know, have some fun out there after your battle, man. It's a good. It's a beautiful city. Nice I weather. Will. Great drinks. I won't waste it. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try my best not to waste being out there. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, thank you again for your time, man, and have a wonderful night. You too. Bye. Peace.